You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another, another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. And this is Heather. And if you're joining us for the first time, we welcome you. We are the feel-good sisters. We know that it's all about the feel-good flow. And we know that you know because you wouldn't have found us (laughs) if you didn't also know it's about the feel-good flow. We talk about how important it is to feel good, not fakey, not fake it till you make it. We're talking about real, essential, authentic feeling good because that's where God lives. That's where spirit lives. That's where everything you want lives. So what we talk about here every week is how to move authentically every day into that feel good flow. And I'm so excited about the topic we're going to dive into today because I think this is what I call your desert island concept. In other words, if there was only one concept you had to take with you, on your desert island experience you know like the desert island cd right yeah this is the concept this is this is the idea that you could care if this is the only thing you remembered if this is the only thing you knew if this was your only tattoo you'd be good you'd be good to go (laughs) we're talking about living in the receiving mode or as abraham says whom we love to talk about the receptive mode living in receiving being in that place of receiving all that spirit source god all that is has already lined up for you how do you receive it that is it don't you think i love you i do i was like okay everybody's going to be on the edge of their seat what's my (laughs) desert island thing and i'm super excited to talk about this too and i've had so many everyday experiences to share today because I had uh, a teenage girl experience yesterday with the love of my life, my daughter, um, about she was saying that she wants me to um, only tell her my spiritual advice and my feel-good flow stuff when she's actually in a good space. But if she's crying, she just wants me to hold her and stop talking. (laughs) She's genius. She's a total genius. I was like, oh, thank you for that reminder because, you know, like when you fall out of the airplane, you know, that's not the time to start like 
looking for your tools and saying, okay, here's the logical thing to do. <laughs> oh my God. I am like deep belly laugh. That is so hysterical. Come on. We, we have talked about this before. Our kids are really here to teach us. And, and oh, the fact God. that we think we're teaching them is such a funny thing. Um, I mean, it's just hysterical. My, my little six-year-old today, we had a little bit of a <laughs> getting ready for school and I was making some demands. And uh, he put his little hands on his hips and I refuse to live at home where I'm not respected. <laughs> and, and that tone is not respectful. <laughs> I'm like, yourself, mama. you are absolutely right. That tone is not respectful. <laughs> I will check myself. I just love, I love how these kids remind us over and over and over and over again. How genius is your daughter to say, don't talk to me when I'm falling out of the plane and I can't get my grip. Just hold me. Yeah. Just hold me and tell like, me. Oh. Yeah. And it's funny because I was telling um, somebody about my ex-husband and I said, I used to go to my ex-husband and say, okay, I have a secret for you. And he's like, what? And I said, I know what to do. When I go all wonky and I freak, here's what to do. And I have the secret <laughs> recipe. And I said, just put your arms around me. Tell me everything's going to be okay. Just hold me. And then he starts asking me all these questions. Well, why would that work? What if everything's not okay? Well, what, you know, and all these questions. And I was like, you're not oh, getting yeah, it. That's, that's, doesn't matter. <laughs> None of it matters. It's just the fact that you know what to do. So my daughter tells telling me this I'm like oh she's just like me she just wants to be held and say everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay and that whole thing that we've talked about on the show before is that you have faith in her and know that all is well you know in her inner being in her divine journey and just that's not a nonverbal thing right that's just a hold in the energy that says I don't worry about you because I know you're gonna be fine but you know being able to hold somebody physically and mentally and emotionally in that place is the most soothing thing we can do as 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 parents as friends as quote-unquote healers or teachers it's it's everything it really is everything and it's so less complicated than trying to solve a problem yeah you know they'll get there um and then you know abraham talks a lot about the fact that you know the best parenting advice they give is to just when your child is exhibiting the behavior that you love and aligned behavior just shine attention shine attention and when they're not don't speak of it Pull your attention back. It's radical. It's flip side parenting. It's total mm -hmm. flip side because out in the world, it's opposite. It's like when they get bad, you lean in and you start to control. And, you know, it's it's really flip side living once again. And if you haven't checked out my blog, that's where you'll find out what the heck flip side living is. Go to everydayattraction.com and click on our blog. So this, this idea of receiving, of living in the place of receiving and you know, I have to take this back even further because a lot of times we think we're asked to give before we've received. Like, you know, push first, you know, give first and then you'll get, tithe and then, you know, you'll be given from. And I think there's such a huge fundamental flaw there because there's a vibrational flaw that unless you're living in the receiving mode and you're living a place from abundance, giving is coming from a place of scarcity, of fear. Yeah it's going to backfire, right? Right. And a lot of us think like we have to give in order to receive. So we like give unwillingly, like begrudgingly, you know, like, oh, great, I have to give this. I don't even have anything for me. Right. It backfires 100% of the time. Yep. Let's just say that. It backfires 100%. If we, yeah. if we think about this as it's not the action ever, it's always the energy. I love you. 
I love you. I love the teacher that you are. I just got such a hit of what a jewel. And we're all so lucky that you're on this show talking with us and, and being this teacher because I know you live this. I know I live this. And that's why it comes across um, really as an everyday authentic way to be in the world. And when we are not feeling the feel good flow, when we're not feeling abundant, that is the last place you want to give from. Seriously, the last place. And I I think it's this idea then, the reason we want to get in the receiving mode and the feel good flow and be in living in receptive mode is here comes so that we can give back. Because then we're full, then we're giving from this unending um, flow of energy and ideas and abundance. So this isn't like, I just want to get in the receiving mode because I want my stuff. This is in order for you to give authentically, to be present and full in the world, you have to receive first. (sighs) And then you can give. Don't you love that? Yeah. I love knowing that. So all the things that we're talking about today about how to get into the receptive mode are not for, you know, just so you can get your stuff. It's so that you can be fully present in the world because we love to give. Do we not love to give? Love it. Well, I think we do love it, but we don't always love it. It Whoa. just depends, like you said, where, we are, where we're coming from. Some of us really hate giving. Because, because we're usually giving from never a, been, yeah. Yeah, we've never been in the receiving mode. Yeah. And can I just like put a little caveat here. I just had an aha moment. Um, You know, I always wonder why is it that we always are programmed almost the opposite of how things work. And then with our conversation about our kids, it's like, well, because we're out there teaching our kids (laughs) to focus on what's not working, what's wrong and all that. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder. Based on what you were just talking about. Yeah, no wonder. So then we're programmed that way. And then we wonder when we get older, why we can't see things the way they really are. So it's almost like, if you think it's one way, it's probably exactly the opposite. So yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's probably yeah, most of the time. And if you listen, psychology yourself, and then you're good. <laughs> exactly. It's it's well, it it is when you again when you study these leading edge teachers like Abraham Hicks and some of these other New Thought teachers, you get the fact that it is nine times out of ten the exact opposite of what we're taught. <laughs> So you can start to trust that whatever you're hearing, <laughs> you can just flip it and know that the opposite is true. So this idea of receiving mode, I mean, the fact of the matter is you're receiving anyway, whether you're conscious of it or not. And so the idea is to move into this more conscious awareness of how much you're receiving. I mean, really stop for a moment and look around on the planet. You're receiving big time. You're receiving big time. You're receiving this working, functioning planet spinning in its orbit in perfect proximity to all the planets. Well done, you. Um, you're receiving your body, the food, the energy. You're you're already in receptive mode. Thank goodness you can't actually get yourself out of complete receptive mode, right? There's sort of a default <laughs> that you're already receiving. But my hunch is, If you're not living the full life that you desire, there's more receiving that you can allow in. And that's what we talk about when we talk about allowing the broader, there's there's always more. And quite frankly, I wouldn't go as far as to say as long as you're living on the planet, there's always going to be more receiving. So you can never get this done completely, right? Right. There's always more receiving. So just kind of relax that every increment that you open up more to that allowing. And part of it, again, is being a vibrational match to what it feels like to receive. 
what does it feel like to receive? It certainly doesn't feel like sadness. It certainly doesn't feel like worry or doubt or fear. That doesn't, that emotionally, that does not match the experience of receiving. So from an emotional standpoint, because we always, always want to go back to our barometers, the, the emotions, what does it feel like to receive? Heather, what do you feel like when you are in the receiving mode? Uh, probably love and appreciation, the higher frequencies. Yeah, love. Love is big. I also feel um, invincible is not the right word, but sort of carefree, I want to say. Like it's not me. Yeah. It, there's, there's sort of this, when I'm in receiving mode, I kind of have this big relief like, oh, I'm just here. I'm just here as a vessel. Use me. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm not in it, making it happen, you know, push, push, push. I love the the, the emotion of the carefreeness, the, the fact that I don't have to figure this all out. The fact that I even think I have to figure it all out is kind of hysterical. Um. But uh, that for me is a big, I don't know if that's emotion, the emotion of carefree, um, freedom, freedom. I yeah, feel really freedom. freedom in yeah, freedom that. is the, is one of the highest frequencies at the top. Yeah. I also feel um, a little bit of excitement when I'm in receiving mode because there is this, this sort of Christmas morning experience where you're not sure what's coming, but you know it's going to be good. Um, when I'm in receptive mode, I really feel that sort of childlike excitement, anticipation that the universe has really got stuff lined up for me. And I'm so appreciative. And that's a good word. I was um, sitting in my car the other day and really practicing because this is a practice. Let's face it. I was practicing my receiving mode. I was getting into that emotional place of knowing that, you know, there's always things flowing. I've had some contrast with my work this week. And, you know, I was just getting Abraham had said in one of the workshops recently, there's 20 or 30 ways in every moment that source is trying to give to you, trying to allow you to receive 20 or 30 different ways, money, relationships, experiences in every moment. And I thought, gosh, 20 different ways that source is trying to give to me. Um, and, and so I started writing the 20 ways that I could feel that were just intuitive. And I got out of my car and I walked and there was a $20 bill on the sidewalk. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I oh love that. Look. You're like, here's 20 ways all in one. There you go. $20. Yeah. And I just kind of laughed and I said, thank you, spirit. It's just those little kind of things when they happen and the universe kind of proves itself to you that, yeah, I'm listening. I am, I'm aware of you. And it's even easier than you think. Because you just got out of your car and walked and there it was, <laughs> you know, that you're even maybe working a little bit too hard with the whole, oh, here's my 20 ways. No, no, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I have a visual for receiving and I don't know if I've shared it before, but um, I, well, I call it open to receive because in order to receive, you have to be open first. So as an analogy, if there was a pitcher of water that's source wanting to pour its cleanliness on you. And you are a can of Coke, but you're a can of Coke that's closed. There's no opening. And you're a can of Coke in a bowl, a bowl, because we want to be clean here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so source pours its pitcher of water on you, can of Coke, and the water just fills up the bowl. Does any get in the can? Does any get into you? It's like, mm, nope, just still the can of Coke. So then the next step would be fill the pitcher back up, empty the bowl open the can of Coke and there's that little circle opening at the top. And now the universe pours its um, water on you and a little tiny bit gets in the can and a little bit of Coke comes out of the can, little tiny bit. 
but most of the can- most of the bo- uh, bowl is filled up with water again. And then the third way, dump everything out and open the can of Coke in a different way. You take the lit the top off. You cut the can, the top off the can, and you pour. The source pours the the pitcher of water and pours and pours and pours and pours and pours and eventually the Coke exits the can. The water is now in the can and the Coke is outside in the bowl and it's displaced. You know, the water has displaced the Coke or mixed in with it, at least the majority. Right. Yeah. So that's how I see sense and experience source. It's like I can't expect source to pour its stuff on me unless I'm I'm not going to receive any of it unless I'm open to be displaced open I love that open and being open is a vibrational experience it is not a language it is not something that I mean it can be action but mostly it's an emotional vibrational experience I love that visual thank you Heather for that because I'm going to remember when I get into the weeds about this to just step back and open up that can and just let source pour and I think that that's a visual that we can take with us in no matter what we get into it's like moving back to that ah just let it flow just let it flow we've got to take a break when we come back we're going to talk more about living in the receiving mode. We're going to listen to a little bit of a recent workshop from Orlando, Florida, from our loving, wonderful teachers, Abraham, and really go deep so that when you walk away from this hour, you're going to know in the moment, am I in receiving mode? Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather, and you're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We'll be right back. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We 
now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back to the show. If you've just joined us, we're talking about living in the receiving mode. Because unless you're giving from abundance, you're not really experiencing all that you can. And we want to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor of today's show. Today's show is sponsored by doTERRA, the purest organic essential oils available for your health, your wealth, for your feel-good flow. Get your hands on some of these vibrational sidekicks. I know you've heard me talk about them, but doTERRA has the most amazing oils. If you've got contrast, get some balance. Balance is doTERRA's blend with, listen to this, spruce, rosewood, frankincense, and blue tansy. You can diffuse it. You can just breathe it in. It's instant emotional relief. Let me tell you, I have been living on balance this week and I can't recommend it enough. So go to align.eoinfo.com. Again, align eoinfo.com to get some from our online store doTERRA essential oils when you purchase it from our online store you support the show and we so appreciate that 100% therapeutic grade align.eoinfo.com or check out our website everydayattraction.com where I highly highly encourage you to book a session that is a link on the up upper side of the website to book a session with our wonderful vibrational coach, alignment coach, Heather. If you need some coaching around business, passive income, mm, love that phrase, passive income, finding work that you love, give Heather a call. She is a channel, a teacher, and really an alignment support for you, our audience. Don't go this alone. We're in this together. Book a session at everydayattraction.com. Okay, back to our topic receiving. So this idea before the break, Heather was talking about open. How do you stay open to source? Um, And this is, again, an emotional journey. So we have to be talking about emotional experiences and how we shift and work with those emotions. One thing that, that closes one down, you know, kind of like puts the can and closes it and then puts something on top of the can. (laughs) (laughs) Is this idea of talking about what is that isn't working. Uh I mean, that's a real key first step, I think, in staying open is stop feeding the what isness. And oftentimes, don't you think, Heather, we feel responsible, like we have to clarify this situation, we have to detail it, we have to break it down. But actually, that is the opposite of what we want to be doing. Because if we have what is itis, where all we talk about is what is, we stay in that closed off mode where we're just getting the same old thing, right? Which I think, you know, I think the reason we do that, again, with this whole flip flip side thing is that we feel like we're going to connect one with another if we talk about what's what's not working because that's kind of a social acceptance or something like that so when you start to shift this and you start to share just what is working just it's possible that you might make new friends you might uh, have some other friends be moving out of your vibrational frequency range so I just kind of want to give you that heads up because I've had a couple friends that used to want to call me and tell me everything that was wrong with their life all the time and want me to commiserate with them that are no longer in my life and that had to be something I was willing to do (laughs) 
Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it takes that first step of, of, and it's not something like, okay, we have to talk. You can't call me anymore. No, and tell me. Right. no it's all vibrational. The it's vibrational. just, yeah. And I love, uh, I love the Abraham that I get the visual of the, of the stream. Uh, they just kind of flow away. They like go down yeah. another stream and it's like, love you, you know, like love them right out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's no it's no like pushing. It's just realizing that I don't want to play this game anymore. Right. Like, you know, and and refusing to do it. And I think that's sort of the first step that we have to take is we really have to take this seriously and say, I know if I go to that party in the place that I'm in right now, it's going to be all about what's wrong. Cuz I know those people and I know the situation and you know what? I'm just going to take a vacation from the situation. You know, I'm going to allow myself to, and that does, that doesn't mean you can't ever go to that party. It's just, you got to make sure that you are full on in the feel good flow alignment trumps everything before you go play with them. And you know what? They might not even exist anymore. They might for a little contrast, a little fun, but that particular group and vibration might just not even be something that, you know, is present. Right. And you just check in with yourself in each moment. Things change moment to moment, possibly, perhaps. You never know. So I used to be that person that wanted everybody to like me. I don't know if anybody could relate, but I wanted everybody to like me. And I was so sad when somebody just, I didn't connect with somebody. So I would chase, I'd be at the party chasing around the one person I couldn't connect with, try to figure out how to connect with them <laughs> instead of all the other people that I loved and they loved me. Like, why not just hang out? You know what I mean? So it's just kind of interesting where we have put our attention and focus. So I'm, I'm now realizing that not only do I not want everybody to love me, it's just not possible because if we want to stay in a high frequency vibration, we're only going to be able to have the people that are in matching vibration connect with us. And that's just the way the, the energy works. You know, we can't go against the law. <laughs> exactly. And it's not a judgment. It's not no. like, oh, I'm better than them. I, no. f I fly higher than them. None of that. Not it's just all. that when you become aware of the fact that to be in receptive mode, to be in receiving mode, you can't be regurgitating what's not working, what is, telling the story one more time. One thing I've been noticing about um, the workshops with Abraham, and again, if you're new to the show, we, we really study and we lean into the Abraham Hicks work, and that is at abraham-hicks.com if you want more information, if you're not really aware of them. Um, they've been talking a lot about this idea that people have to stop telling their story. That They get into the hot seat and they go, well, I can't, you know, I came from poverty or I came from abuse and or, or I'm an, I was an alcoholic. And I noticed that they keep saying, stop saying that. You never have to tell that story again. I heard it just yesterday. I was listening to a workshop where a woman was like, she's just, you know, bereaving where she came from. And then she got into a higher vibration as she described how her life has become so much better. And then they basically said, we never want you to tell that story again. And part of being in that receiving mode is refusing to go in our own minds down those old paths that say, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, you know? Yeah. Well, it, and that's the only way we recreate something is to go down the path of what didn't work before. I mean, and so in a way, we're asking for it to not work again by recreating it in our minds today. And we have to stop using our stories and our past as a way to connect with people. Because I think it's a mediocre way of trying to connect with people like saying, Oh, yeah, I, you know, I went through that too. You know, oh, yeah, I've been divorced. Oh, yeah, I've got bankruptcy. And oh, yeah, you know, and we, we sort of feel like, oh, we're connecting. But what a booby prize. Because when you connect on that level, you're establishing sort of a benchmark for the relationship that's only going to add to more pain. 
Um, so we never want to kind of catch people and try to relate to them through our sad story because it just it's such a slippery slide to establishing a momentum with that relationship that only stays there, you know, it's tough. And how, how cool to, to connect with somebody in a different way where you start talking about what you're creating and what you want. And it can be because of what you didn't have, but you don't have to talk about what you didn't have. Of course. Just bringing the clarity of like, oh, I'm so clear I want this and this is how it's rolling out. And then you start connecting with people on that thing and that level, they're manifesting the same thing. You can go talk to them about how it's all flowing together, you know, and so... Why not connect in that way? That's what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> because out well. <laughs> because there's a part of them that will be thirsty for that, that will be excited about the fact. And if they're not excited and thirsty about them, you don't really want to go there anyway. And whether that be whatever circumstance it is, you can trust the fact that if you try to reach for that higher conversation and don't get hooked by the mediocrity of the connectivity on a lower vibration, um, then you're 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 kind of clarifying who you are, and the fact that you are committing yourself to alignment. And it's not like contrast is not welcome. It's going to happen. But you're not actually setting yourself up for bigger contrast. You're really setting yourself up for what we call fourth step living, which is I'm living in alignment and allowing contrast to be a clarifying experience, not a not a, a, a destabling experience. I love that. Because then you can still have snarky situations. You're not trying to protect yourself. It's not what it's about, but you're in on a balanced, stable footing and, and you can really surf the wave. Um, I want to play a little bit of this workshop that we're talking about the same thing about being in receiving mode. This particular gentleman sat down and wanted to talk about wealth processing, you know, as part of receiving. But when we talk about receiving, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about relationships, experiences, people, places, things is much, much broader than just cold, hard cash. But, um, but of course, that's part of it, too. We receive that um, with great joy. But let's listen to a little bit of this recent workshop in Orlando, Florida, we give you a small morsel, a little appetizer, if you will, of the Abraham Hicks work in knowing that you're going to go over to abraham-hicks.com and purchase everything that they have and go on a workshop and cruises and all the wonderful things that they do for us. So Here's a little bit of clarifying this receiving process. Here we go. The nice thing about what we were saying to you already this morning, and you're helping us say it in an even more clear way with the examples that you're offering here. So let's say that your desire, as you say, life has caused you to put a tremendous amount of wealth into your vibrational reality. But now you're getting a little impatient. You're saying, all right, Abraham, I get it. It's in my vortex. How do I get the money out of the vortex and into the bank? How does the vibration become a reality for me? And we say, well, you've got to get yourself in the receptive mode so that the impulses that begin to occur to you so that you can follow the path toward the resources and the abundance that you're wanting. But let's say you're like a lot of people and the condition of your current bank account has your undivided attention. So you just keep noticing the money's just not there. In fact, there's just not enough money. So then we say, and others have been saying it for a long time too, although almost no one really understands what it means, we want you to have unconditional love. We want you to have unconditional abundance. We want you to have unconditional clarity, which means we want you to no longer focus upon the condition that's preventing you from the receptive mode. Because the condition, 
you're facing the reality. You're facing the condition, and the condition is causing you to activate a vibration that is contrary to the vibrational reality that you want. So you can't get in the receptive mode because you're too much in the see it, hear it, smell it, taste it, touch it reality mode. So you've got to find a way to be unconditional. Now that's the reason that we began with you this morning the way we did. So here's all of this abundance over here. It is consciousness and it is abundance and it is yours. It's got your name on it. It's yours. You put it there. It's been assimilated for you. It is your wealth. It's yours. But you can't see it because you're over here looking at your bank statement. So we say, don't look at that anymore. You've got to find a way to no longer look at the condition of money. You've got to find another way of translating that vibration into what? Into an emotion, into a feeling, into a feeling of freedom, into a feeling of ease, into a feeling of choices, into a feeling. In other words, don't try to spend it right now. Just enjoy the feeling of the prosperity of it. Now, if you're able to do that, then you'll practice the vibration of it instead of the vibration of the absence of it. And in your unconditionality, you will find yourself a vibrational match to this. So as you find yourself a vibrational match to this, then ideas come. Your timing gets better. Your rendezvousing gets better. Your point of attraction gets better. Things start breaking loose for you. Opportunities start coming. All kinds of things. Because, you see, the universe, your source, your inner being, knows every avenue. In fact, in every moment, there are 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 viable, receptive mode avenues for you to follow. But if you're focused upon how much money is in the bank, then in your conditional attention, the tree's fallen all around you in the forest and you're not hearing any of it because you're not vibrationally in sync with it because your facing reality has you in a whole different frequency. It'll never be said more clearly than that. So what are you going to do with that? I am I'm a, like um, to feel wealthy, what it feels like to be abundant. And so instead of talking about money, let's talk about vibrational right. currency. Wealth. Instead of talking about wealth, let's talk about vibrational currency. Let's talk about wealth as it applies to freedom. Let's talk about wealth as it applies to ease of moving around. Let's talk about wealth as it applies to lifestyle. Let's talk about wealth as it applies to clarity, as it relates to vitality, as it relates to flexibility. I'll practice that emotion, practice that knowing that it's already mine and I've already become it. In, so in the a best way to practice it is by going very general. So talk to us a little bit about the wealth that you seek. And we will help you find general enough statements all the time recognizing where your vibration is and we will guide you into the receptive mode. All right, we've got to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with your feel-good sisters.
Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You are here with Ray and Heather, your feel-good sisters. We were just listening to a delicious segment about being in the receiving mode. Heather, what uh, what came up for you as you were listening to that? Um, I just, well, I love when they talk about the whole um, vibrational escrow. And um, I just, mm, I've heard that track before, actually. And it just kind of goes deeper and deeper in every time. Uh, I don't know. There's not one specific thing that jumped out. It was just like all of it. I'm just in the yummy. <laughs> I know. It feels so good. I'm in the awe. <laughs> it feels so good, doesn't it? One thing that, that was a takeaway for me is this idea that to be what happens in the receptive mode. So this, this is kind of why we want to get there is that when you're in the receiving mode, you get impulses to act that are part of the path to what source has lined up for you. And I think that's really interesting because it makes a lot of sense. You're like, okay, great. I'm in the receiving mode. Now what? You know, when my, it's like lottery's just going to drop a bunch of cash, you know, on my front door. No, you're going to, it's much more subtle and much more fun than that. It's actually this idea of impulses and ideas that are actually flowing 
source through you, your thoughts. So source is thinking you, you're not thinking source, right? You get to that in the receptive mode. Why it's so delicious is that source begins to think as you and to give you visions and ideas. And, and why I love working with Heather so much as a channel, she really practices that opening. So she's getting these fantastic visualizations, these kind of great impulses, which I can't emphasize enough why booking a session with her is so delicious because you're able then to kind of tap into what she's doing, but also know that you have a direct line to the same experience. But being in the receptive mode means the path lights up for you. Source is going to say, now go here, now go here, now go here. And it is so exciting to be in play with this infinite intelligence. It really is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Way more fun than going it alone, that's for sure. <laughs> But that's why we do it, is we start to get those impulses and ideas. And you've had that experience, haven't you, where you go, wow, I don't know where that came from. Like that visualization, that idea, that I, you know, concept just completely came out of quote unquote nowhere. No, that's source thinking as you because you have, well done, been in the receptive mode. So I think it's a, a kind of a clarifying idea as to why we want to be there. And there's also this understanding, too, that, you know, they were really clear about the fact that to get into the receptive mode, we have to be unconditional in our alignment. You know, I think that was such an important part of that last segment is we can't be, as we talked about earlier, be talking all about the condition, right? I right. mean, we have to be in that place of stepping back and and really not looking at all the evidence of our past vibrational experience <laughs> but be you know me, one of the things that i notice is i just let it sink into my subconscious sometimes i don't even need to analyze it think about it understand all of it because it's all happening vibrationally anyway so whether you get it logically or not it doesn't even matter and that's one of the things i love being that i was such an analyzer my whole life and i always had to dot the i and cross the t and figure it out and understand it all and um it, i was exhausting myself and and annoying <laughs> and annoying to be with no i'm just kidding yeah for sure it's annoying to be with. As a matter of fact i was i was cracking up the other day somebody um thought that I was an airhead and I was just so enamored and enjoy with that because my whole life I was so analytical and such an you know kind of perfectionist and always was the Heather's always right and Heather's always got straight A's and Heather's always this and Heather's always that and I was just like serious about everything so with the other day when somebody thought I was an airhead I was like oh my gosh I've transformed you know I've allowed <laughs> I've done and, it <laughs> yeah I've let it all go enough to actually perceived as someone who doesn't even get anything like I was I was it was a compliment for, <laughs> you know because I'm teaching people how to get out of their head and get into their heart because you can feel where I get out of your analyzing and thinking and rationalizing and and feel and feel it because vibration is is the feel you know you might as well feel the vibration so you know what you're emitting and you know what you're receiving you know it's so important but I, I think what was was really interesting about what they were saying is that these conditions that kind of head mode where you're you know going around and around should have done that could have done that pros and cons if you're doing pros and cons list ooh. 
back off from that. Um, because we're really, uh, those conditions are actually blocking receptive mode. So didn't, one of my favorite um, things that they said there, and I, I just love if we could just let this sink in, just let this sink in, that source knows 20, 30, 40, 50 different ways for us to receive that which we're wanting in any one moment. And they're really throwing that path See, they don't come and go based on our alignment. They're constant. They're constant. It's whether or not we tap in. But I love this idea. I mean, you could just, just meditate on this 20, 30, 40, 50 different ways that Source already has lined up for you to get what it is you're wanting on every topic, on every subject. And so isn't that such a beautiful visualization? It's like, oh, which which path should light up? 30, 40, 50, really? You don't have enough lifetime. There's so much receptivity going on. You need to tap into this party. There's a party going on for you. And, you know, you're beating the drum of something that actually is blocking the path. And I think that is such a great, exciting motivation to get out of your own way. It's like, be an airhead. I like that. I love that. <laughs> That's a great, like, be a spirit airhead. Because... Um, it allows you then to be in that place of, of joy and mystery and not knowing and yet plant it on the ground, you know, because even though, you know, you want to be in that open space, you still feel very anchored. Your feet are on the ground. You are really much, very much aware of what you're doing and what's going on inside of you. You know, you're not tapped out. You know, this is this is kind of that balancing between being light and open and then rooted at the same time. I'm feeling that sort of chakra feeling of, you know, being rooted and yet open in the crown chakra where you're receiving, receiving, receiving while you're walking on the planet. Yeah. You know, I love that I, balance. I love that balance, too. And it just reminded me that um, a lot of the energy tools that I learned when I was in my 20s at that really cool place that I went to that called the Berkeley Psychic Institute, <laughs> that I've been using those tools all these years and I use them in my business and I use them with channeling and I thought, oh, that's what they were talking about. Like it's all coming together now that, you know, the things that we've learned throughout our lives and they just all fit together. So one of the things I teach people when we do our um, book a session is tools, energy management tools, basically. That's so powerful. That's so powerful because that's that vibrational toolkit that you can use every day as things start to happen and things get wobbly. You have that toolkit. You're like, ah, oh, I'm going to use this, this tool. This is going to be perfect for the situation. And, you know, I think one of the things the Abrahams keep talking about is, you know, the guy, you know, the guy in the hot seat wanted to talk about, okay, I'm going to feel wealthy. I'm going to feel wealthy. And you can feel the disconnect with that. Like, oh, I'm going to pretend I'm, I'm going to pretend I'm wealthy. And there's this, all this resistance. And, and, you know, I think the Abrahams kind of, they, they giggle with us a little bit because they're like, that's not where we want to go because that's where all the resistance is. That's where all the story is. That's where all the backstory is. And you can you can hear it in his voice. You oh my can hear god! That forcefulness in his voice. Oh, and I, I know it so well. So they talk, They said, "Let's step back and talk about vibrational currency." Don't you love that phrase? Vibrational currency. Oh, so delicious. Let that just let that just kind of uh, ooze over you. So, what does that mean? What does that mean in a real way? Well, it means tapping into the very first manifestation that'll happen in any experience, and that is an emotional manifestation, as we love to talk about. So, vibrational currency is the feeling of freedom. Wherever you have to look, walk your dog. You know what I'm saying? Feeling of freedom. <laughs> um, 
ease and flow lifestyle. Isn't that interesting? This idea of, of focusing on this broader lifestyle consciousness, this feeling of how it is to to live in that that place of a flow. You're not focused on money. You're focused on what it feels like. What is the lifestyle of flow and abundance? That's your vibrational currency. And you don't have to have anyone or anything change for you to do that in this moment. You are free, free, free to experience in this moment using that gorgeous imagination that you have, that emotional body that you have to experience in your mind a certain lifestyle. I love pondering lifestyles. I love the word luxury. I love the word, um, this idea of, of experiencing uh, a lifestyle. Like Heather and I have gone out to lunch in one of the cities in uh, when we get together. And there's certain cities that just exude a certain lifestyle, right? <laughs> and it's just yeah. fun. It's fun to be in that and to experience it from the from. But you can feel that in your body mind right now. Like there are certain hotels that I that I can conjure up in my consciousness that I feel a lifestyle, um, a richness. So the I feel the marble, I feel the leather, I feel the smell, like the smell of the wood burning stove. You know that when they're cooking fabulous food. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you're you're reminding me of my little one who was eight the last time she said this. She's like, how many stars does it have? <laughs> I love it. Know the, she doesn't know the names of the hotel. She just wants to know their stars. She's like, I only stay at, at three and a half. And up. I'm not staying at that three star place, mom. She's my kind of gal. <laughs> like, this... who are you and where did you come from? <laughs> and, and I'm going to add, because I, I love your word luxury, I'm going to add spontaneity to it. So Ooh. spontaneous luxury. Like, hey, you want to go to New York tonight? I'll jump. <laughs> let's pack our overnight bag. I'll meet you at the airport. I love An hour that. and a half. I love that spontaneous luxury, another great everyday takeaway. But also they talked about the emotions of clarity. Clarity is a delicious emotion to just feel clear. That doesn't mean you have to know everything you're doing. Let's talk a little bit about that. So clarity doesn't mean you got it all figured out, but you're open and clear that it's coming to you, right? Let's dive a little bit more deeply into what clarity feels like. What 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 does clarity feel like? When I say clarity to my clients, or um, I or when I read clarity within anything, it's really about an open channel. So it's about the open vibration. So there's no static. So it really doesn't have anything to do with knowing anything. It's just having an open. So the frequency is just really clear. I love that. I also love the idea of being present being aware. Clarity is, I know how I'm feeling right now. I know where I am. I'm understanding what I'm putting out. What am I broadcasting? A lot of times we're broadcasting from some of this this sort of uh, place that we've normalized some of these lower vibrations and we're just broadcasting, broadcasting. Being clear is realizing that I am shifting what I'm broadcasting and I'm present to this moment. I'm present to the fact that I am purposely choosing and shifting and pivoting. That to me is clarity. I'm not in a fog. I know what I'm doing and it feels good. Vitality, another word that they used in that last segment. The idea that there's a vitality. Talk about just contemplating the emotion of feeling vital or doing things in your life that make you feel vital, alive, energetic, whatever that is. Hone it. Love it. Spend time doing that and the rest will fall into place. Um, 
isn't that the vitality is a word that I love almost as much as the next word they gave, which is flexibility. Flexibility. Oh, to feel flexible, not only physically, but emotionally, um, energetically, like, okay, we can go there. We can go there. I'm flexible. I love those words, vitality and flexibility. Those are receptive mode emotions. Yeah. Oof. When I hear flexibility, I think about a bamboo tree because it's so flexible. Yes. And, and moves. And so, or um, like Gumby or something, you can just <laughs> movable and bendable. Yes. So I, I love inviting myself and, and you, the audience and, and Ray and my kids to say, how can we be flexible with that? How can I, how can I bend my mind or bend my energy to flex with that? Yes. And what can we do on the physical side to be more flexible? Something as easy as a stretch, as a yoga pose. I mean, using the body to help the mind and and the emotional to experience what flexibility feels like, even on a small scale. Um, we sort of get into that energy of flexibility and then the vitality flows through that because there's no obstruction. What flexibility means is there's no obstruction on this road. It's an open, flexible, moving, energetic beam. And, and that's really where uh, source lines up all those 20, 30, 40, 50 rendezvous points for what it is that you're wanting on every topic. You are so loved. They are so aware. Your, your spiritual entourage is loving you unconditionally. It's time that you get involved in that party. It's time to unconditionally love yourself to the point where you can begin to tap in on the fanfare and the opportunities that are just kind of pulsing. They won't go away. Even if you get this wrong, the ship is going to come in, come in, come in, come in. And we love to have that knowing. Because then you can't get it wrong because you never get it done. And with yep. that, we're going to wrap up our hour. <laughs> that went really fast. Thank you, Heather, so much for being in my receptive mode. I receive you and, and I am so grateful for all that you give me and all that you give this show and all the people who connect with it. So thank you, my sister. Thank, thank you. you, Ray, for being the show, for creating it and being present in your life and with your your family and myself and the world. So you're just a big being of love and light. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel it. And we love you all. And we will see you next time on Everyday Attraction. This is your feel good sister, Ray and Heather and feel good sister. Feel good sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. the key to happiness. Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? 
Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real, be vulnerable, be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. I'll light a candle in your name. Just like life. Grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. As we examine what it means to be sacred activists in service of compassion and justice, we may find ourselves asking, how do we become a sacred activist? Institute for Sacred Activism founder Andrew Harvey says, follow your heartbreak. His advice echoes Gandhi, who once said, whenever you are in doubt, apply the following test. Recall the face of the poorest and the weakest person whom you may have seen and ask yourself if the step you contemplate is going to be of any use to them. Will they gain anything by it? Will it restore them to a control over their own life and destiny? So, whenever in doubt about the direction of your life, 
Just ask yourself, what breaks my heart? Whose suffering is simply too much to bear? And then commit your life to alleviate it. Don't turn your face away from the pain and injustice that is so prevalent in our world. Courageously bear witness to it, and in prayer, dedicate your life to healing it. Gain more spiritual insight. Listen to Radical Spirituality and Sacred Activism with Adam Bucko, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio.